What is up, everybody? How are we doing today? Cooler, man. We keeping it DC out here, man. DOD. Professor C-W, X chosen one. You live. Well, this this is the first time ever. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 have like separate mics because this is a special podcast right here, y'all. We have a special guest right here. You know what I'm saying? Sitting with us uh, today, and I'm I'm so excited, X. Like my palms are sweating. Like these weak arms are heavy. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm that excited, man, because I was there last year and it was a great experience. But where were you last year? I was at the National Cannabis Festival last year, yeah. first time, and that's my <laughs> very first actual cannabis like festival I've ever been to, like ever, young. But I'm gonna let you introduce. You know what I'm saying? This next guest. Um, that's right. That's Sam right next to you, actually. Sitting right next to me, I have the honor to introduce Carolina Phillips from the National Cannabis Festival. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. It's definitely an honor to be here, and thank you so much for your kind words about the festival. It's an honor and a privilege, you know what I'm saying, to be here, you know, and um, the honor, it's an honor. It's just an honor for me, you know what I'm saying, to have you on this show because... Um, Talking about yeah, while we was getting up here when uh, you came up, like you were saying, like it was eight months ago since we last saw each other. When I stole your lighter, you stole my lighter, and I and I forgot about it. But you know, and and I told you like I saw you like like a couple months back. And you was like, you did, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we was at the Mariner. You know what I'm saying? In fact, when we took the picture, nah, in fact, I don't think I was there that night. Josh was there because I had on the green um, sweater and I was like, I had the finger up, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's how um, you and um, One Deuce linked up. But I definitely want to run back to that festival, uh, Caroline, because, yeah, that was my very first time. And it was at my hometown, which is also awesome, you know what I'm saying, to, like, have, you know what I'm saying, to 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 even Phantom being there, I I just want to start from the beginning, like, why the National Cannabis Festival? Like, how did this come about? Um, So that's a really good question, and I think that even today, like, one month out from the second annual festival, I think back and kind of think, how did this all happen? Um, After Initiative 71 was passed in D.C., I noticed that there were a lot of events that were coming to our city that had resources to teach people about legal stuff around cannabis, how to file your taxes, how to start a business. Um, These events sold you opportunities to network and meet investors. But I also saw the events were all like $600. I went to one of these events where I was actually working the event, and I walked into like the main ballroom during the panel discussions, and I looked around. And I noticed that there weren't a whole lot of people in the room that looked like me or my friends. Mm, And I know, right, yeah. Um, I know that when DCMJ did their important work on Initiative 71 with other groups like Drug Policy Alliance and Marijuana Policy Project and Students for Sensible Drug Policy, I know that a lot of the reasons that they passed those laws was to help communities in Ward 7 and 8 who had been unfairly targeted by police activities and by arrests. Yeah. I didn't see any of those people in that ballroom. Yeah, because I wasn't there at that time. If I would have known, I would have. I mean, I couldn't have afforded to attend that event. I'd been working for a human rights nonprofit for 
like 10 years at that point. Mm. Um, and that's sort of where the idea came from. In my human rights work, I was used to kind of building coalitions of other like-minded nonprofits to help push important issues. Mm. So I thought if I could get a bunch of these nonprofit groups together, that maybe we could put on a festival that wasn't too expensive. We wanted it to be free, but nothing <laughs> in D.C. is free. Unfortunately, we couldn't Taxation, get free property. In a perfect yeah. world. In a perfect world. I mean, that is still the dream one day. Um, but we wanted it to be really accessible no matter where you live, and we wanted it to be approachable to people that medicate with cannabis every day and also to people that maybe just do it at their high school reunion or just when they see their college buddies. We wanted everybody. So that's sort of where the idea came from. And um, back then I was at my apartment over by Stadium Armory. And I just sat down one morning really early in the morning and I started typing out what I thought the National Fest Cannabis Festival would become. Mm. And that's how it all started. And and with that um, start, um because I know it was a I know it was a long process, you know what I'm saying, to even get the first uh the first ball rolling. Um and then not to mention too, you having um a mayor um who wasn't uh at the time was mayor uh when initiative seventy one um was passed um at that time. How different um <laughs> like what like did did the hurdles you know what I'm saying made you like realize that like <laughs> I can't make any mistakes in the second um cannabis festival? Yeah, so like I said, I've been producing events for a very long time, and I know that anyone can make something happen once, but making it happen again and making sure it's a peaceful event and making sure people are respectful of each other, that proves to people that that wasn't a fluke and that that's what our community is about. So far, the D.C. Council and the mayor have been very supportive of our second year event. Mm. I think totally fairly, they were a little bit skeptical about what was about to happen in year one. But the police will tell you, I think the city paper even wrote this in an article, that no one had ever seen such a diverse group of people and that it was almost unheard of for a group of 5,000 people to gather and for there to be no medical incidents and no incidents of violence. And I think for me this year, um, more than anything, I really hope our D.C. community can come together to help teach the new people who will be attending the festival and the people who will be traveling from other states what this event is about and what our community is about. And I'm definitely looking forward to um, <clears throat> being there with those people. Um, I know this is uh, <laughs> Professor X's um, first time being there as well. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting because uh, I came into the cannabis uh, scene about May last year. Yeah, right after. Yeah, like right after all the festivals. So it was like about a, it was at a One Love Massive Festival, actually. So it was a little appropriate. Shout out One Love Massive. Yeah, shout out to Molly, too. Yeah. But I'm really interested to see uh, how much, uh, how much, how much different from every other event that I've been to that the National Cannabis Festival is going to be. Solely because there's going to be probably a lot more space. You know, it's, it's outdoors. It's, you know, a lot more. Uh, lot, it's going to be a lot more music, too, a lot more people. So, you know, it's going to be real cool. And and the other thing, too, um, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna go um straight forward um with it won't be any edibles being sold at all, right? At the um festival. Like no edibles. Cause that's one of the questions that like people be asking me like every time, like, man, why can't they have any edibles? So and yeah, I just like I just like for you to clear your right. mind, like please. As the producer of the festival, um, it's not in the best interest of the event or our community for me to promote any illegal activity. Um, I understand that the laws in D.C. are very confusing, and that there is a very large gray area. Yeah. However, sale of ca- products containing cannabis is not legal. An exchange of those products for anything of value is not legal. Adults attending the festival, per D.C. law, are allowed to possess up to two ounces of cannabis. Same as last year. Mm-hmm. Same with D.C. law. Adults carrying up to one ounce of cannabis can also have the paraphernalia that they use to medicate that cannabis. With the ID, right? Correct. Right. The National Cannabis Festival doesn't hold the rights to any food sales on the property of the festival. Edibles are food products. Mm. So even take THC issue out of that, we're not allowed to sign up food vendors. I know that we redirected a lot of the inquiries to Events DC and then left it up to them to determine who they would or wouldn't take. Um, And that's just how it is. So, you know, I very much hope for a time in D.C. when small business owners and people that have such amazing talents to create medicated edibles, to create desserts, to create these incredible catered meals, don't have to, like, feel like they have to hide or lurk in the shadows. Right. I really hope that they understand that this festival, more than just one day of sales, us as a community being able to gather publicly... And again, peacefully and respectfully, that does more for us and for the future of taxed and regulated cannabis in our city, for social use in our city, for edibles in our city, than just one day of selling something. So it's like it's kind of like a bigger picture thing. So I hope that they know my life would be so much easier if I could sign up, you know, whoever to do whatever. But right now, that's just not how the laws are. And that's just only for this year. Mm-hmm. On, this is that's just only for this year uh, going forward. We're just going to be compliant with whatever the DC law is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's my understanding that, um, you know, folks had a great time last year. So, yeah, it was awesome. I, I, I love the fact that um, Backyard was performing. Uh, they coming back again um, like this year. Yeah. So they it's are. like, you One, know, yeah. And, just to like yeah. clarify this for anyone that is confused. Nothing has changed about how the festival is going to carry out cannabis policies from last year to this year. So if anyone is considering coming to the festival but didn't attend last year, ask someone who did attend what it was like, and that will give you the answers that you're looking for. Now, I do have a question for you because Mm -hmm. I was there with you, and this is interesting that I didn't have a chance to ask this question before. How do you feel um, going with this festival um, with this 45th president? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to mention this. I just used the uh, number 45. 
Oh, uh, because yo, it, 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 uh, as um as you mentioned about DCMJ, shout out to um Adam, um, and I was at those um protests, all four of those protests when Obama was under um under term. I damn sure don't know if I'm going with Trump being, you know what I'm saying? Well, oh, oh, I mentioned his name. Oh, my God. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive like, me, Lord. He's like Voldemort. Just, Forgive me, like, Lord. You can't say his name. Forgive me, Lord. I'm at number 45, but um, I'm not going to do that in front of 45. Like, how do you feel about that with the uh, 45th president being um, and having Jeff Sessions? So, I mean, to say that I haven't had moments of yikes would be a lie. Um but I believe that now more than ever, especially with regards to how the federal government treats D.C., it's really important that we stand up for our rights. And it's also really important that we don't give them any excuses to come for us. So we need to pay attention to what the laws are. We need to carry this festival out within the laws. We need to be really proud knowing that we're gathering one mile from the Capitol and basically giving a little bit of a middle finger to some folks who've treated us really unfairly. Yeah. But mostly, if they would like to come and check out National Cannabis Festival, I invite them to stop by the Advocacy Pavilion where they can talk to the lawyers from the ACLU, the lawyers from the Marijuana Policy Project, the lawyers from the Drug Policy Alliance, the lawyers from Students for Sensible Drug Policy, the lawyers from the Green Party, the lawyers for Students for Liberty, yeah. If they would like to talk to anybody about our legal rights in Washington D.C., that's what squad. I'm talking about. That's my squad. That's what I'm talking. Because it it is definitely, um, and I'm glad I asked that question for you because I've I've, I've read um, some of the things that they were mentioning about uh, recreational and uh, how they want to show examples to people. Um, Mainly, you know what I'm saying, for the um, safety of um, medical patients, especially those with um, PTSD. Um, will, there, will there be anyone that will be representing the um, mental health um, part of, the, of that community? And if so, I'd like to be the ambassador for that, if that's Absolutely. Possible. So we'll have um, a bunch of the veterans who attended last year coming back this year. Um, so we will have some representation from Weed for Warriors National, I believe. Um, Shout out to Will. He was supposed to come through today. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. I think that Kevin in California is flying out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that will be very cool. And I am hoping that Jose also comes back out. He introduced Backyard last year, and that was a really special moment. Yeah, I remember. Um, Jose. Yes. He is a special story. If he comes back out, you need to get him on the show. Yeah, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. I'll let you know if I hear he's definitely coming. Definitely. In fact, when I when I'm at the show, in fact, when I'm at the festival, I like for him to be one of my um guests live at the festival while I talk with him. That would be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that the next most important point about the festival is this is a freedom of speech event. Um, if you look around the grounds, no one's promoting anything illegal. Um, adults can make decisions for how they want to behave. That's up to them. Um, and it's a freedom of speech event. So this is a little bit different, I think, than some of the events that we saw have trouble in other states, yeah. which promote, you know, things that are really fun. <laughs> um, like, you know, to have contests and like join contests. All of that's really fun. 
Um, but in Washington, D.C., we have a slightly different brand. We're going to have members of Congress speaking on the stage. We're going to have some unnamed presidential candidates speaking from the stage. Oh, yeah. We have some it's stuff coming your way. Yeah. Like, oh, you ain't, oh, why are you telling them I'm speaking up there? Don't tell them I'm speaking up there. <laughs> 2020 uh, but no i will i will leave this out there that we will have uh at least one candidate from this most recent presidential election cycle speaking from the main stage mm. so our community in dc is capturing national attention we have the opportunity to really make a statement to bust the stigmas and again, to kind of stand together and tell the federal government that it is just time to end the failed war on drugs. And to speak about life, because yeah. uh, uh, shout out to Scrogger. He's um, right now going on a journey um, with Don Lee. They're going down and um, telling people about the uh, Speak plan. Life, right? Yes. Yeah. Speak Life, yes. I've been following them. I think they were in North Carolina this morning, maybe? South Carolina. South Carolina. I knew South it was Carolina. a Carolina. <laughs> it's close. Very close. <laughs> but uh, it, it's def- I'm glad that we are having that type of platform because I definitely, because um, where I'm at, I'm at a um, core agency where they know I'm a medical patient, but they don't like that I speak about cannabis in front of people. But I'm like, it's the same thing if you speak about Adderall or the same thing you speak about all these other pharmaceutical drugs like, why can I not speak about it freely, you know what I'm saying, amongst my peers, you know what I'm saying, in a mental facility, especially if they want access to the I- to the IDs. It's just it's just taboo still, surprisingly. Like it's I, I don't understand. A lot of people are still, you know, uncomfortable to speak on the subject still. It's, it's 2017. May, Things may, are changing. Maybe if maybe if I brought my doctor, um, Doctor Dana, child of Doctor uh, uh, Dana McGinty, he's the one that um, prescribed me for my. It's my ac- doctor too. Yeah, does my acupuncture and everything. You know, my doctor's black. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, but I, I'd like maybe I should bring him up there and um, be able to explain to him like how um, it helps with certain um symptoms especially with um concussion like symptoms that i've dealt with throughout my um throughout my time of uh, my life um it's just a very it's just cannabis and 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 medical i mean cannabis and mental health it's just it's like peas in the pond and my life just went dead it's all good it, it really means that we can um, keep it. Now we can really keep it DC because nobody's watching us now. It's like not <laughs> But um, but yeah, I'm definitely. I'm just grateful. You know, what I'm saying that you have brought this. You know, what I'm saying for for the city, and it's a great start. People have needed this for a very long time, and you know we're very grateful that you stepped up to the plate. Well, I really appreciate you guys saying that. I mean, I work with a small team of really dedicated, wonderful volunteers um but i think that what we've become most aware of over the past year and a half is that with the festival we spend about nine months of the year building out the infrastructure and the foundation for an event of this scale and then we spend the final three months of the year kind of getting it out into the community so people know about it and i think maybe it's because i'm a little bit stoned but i'm going to use a (laughs) pie analogy we like to think that we create a really solid 
delicious flaky apple crust. Pie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> apple pie, you know. But like honestly, it's like the community members and the vendors and all of you with like your shows and your ideas that are the fruity filling. That was amazing. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> and, and we sit that in the window to chill. Exactly. <laughs> no, but um like seriously, so people are coming in from out of town and they're gonna learn about our community and it's not gonna be the fence or the stage or the people in the red event staff t-shirts they remember. It's going to be the members of our community they meet, the vendors they interact with, the guy who they sat with and did you know, a five-minute talk for a podcast, the people they took a photo with who they shared treats with in the grass, like whatever that is. Um, but yeah, it's you guys they remember. It's not going to be the fence line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but not even they get, they, I, I give them love too, man, because without them, you know, they wouldn't give me an opportunity to, you know, reach out to the people like last year. I definitely love that mascot, you know what I'm saying, with the, the, the little, like... Hempy. Hempy. Hempy <laughs> was awesome. Shout out to Delaware Normal. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Maggie and DC Normal. I'm going to um to the meeting tonight after this. I'm definitely... I, I love being a... Um, I love using this platform as uh, advocacy because uh, there's a um, there's an epidemic that is uh, very close and uh, dear to me. That's been um, that's been it's been it's been talked about for a while, but um, it's still um, it's still affecting um, Ward Seven and Ward Eight, and that's that synthetic cannabis, that K two. Um, I don't even like that they call it. Cannabis. I don't like that the word marijuana or cannabis gets mixed in there because if it's synthetic, then it's not cannabis or marijuana. It's a thing, and it's not cannabis or marijuana. It's another drug. It's just another right. Drug. It's another drug, but by tagging cannabis or marijuana on the end of that, they're implicating that our is, community. Yeah, it's most synthetics, and we're not. I don't do synthetics. No spice. No spice. Only. You know, I've I've had people. You know, what I'm saying. With my story, you know what I'm saying, I came living out um, over at 801 East, uh, right over in St. Elizabeth, um, using that story as an example, because I've seen, I keep with D.C. with you. I, like, people people talk about stories about 2nd and D. I got stories about 801 one day that I'm going to uh, talk about, but. Just using that, like I had, like when I was when when I was down there, I had to ask people, like, is this a tree or this K two? Had it really smelling? Be like, because you're not, because so many people have given me that drug. Try to pull it, a wool on you, man. And 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 and, and that's this is this is te- this is terrible. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't we don't do that. But um. It's still affecting a lot of people, and 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 with the and they, they had a batch like a couple months ago where it was like killing people. I want to know, you know, what I'm saying, like, is there a way that um, with the um festival um, if we can like have like a way we can send like a um, message out to people, like an awareness, letting them know that like almost like a PSA, yeah, like a like a um, public service, service announcement. announcement. We ain't with that at all. Like, nobody right. in the cannabis community. So there are going to be two groups at the festival that I can put you in touch with. Um, one is called DC Dance Safe, and the other one is the Baltimore Harm Reduction Coalition. And what DC Dance Safe does 
is they actually go to events and hand out information to people. So they'll go to like a rave. And let's all be honest, at a rave, people might use molly or ecstasy or acid, whatever it is they decide to use. Right. Um, so Dance Safe is pretty realistic about this, and they understand those things are going to happen. So they go to those parties and they hand out information to people that say, like, if your you know, if your friend's face turns blue, here's what you should do. Call the police or call an ambulance. Um, they're going to be on site at the festival, so I could put you in touch with them, and maybe they have some literature that they could be distributing and that they could partner with DC Normal to distribute. Yeah. Um, to get out to folks in the community. Yeah, because I, I think, too, like, I think, like, if we are going to have people that are coming into D.C., you know, I think that would be, because I don't want them, you know what I'm saying, coming into D.C., they come with the wrong crowd, and then they pass them that, and next thing you know. And people sick. You people know. getting sick, yeah. you know, it, it's not. People start feeling nauseous. Exactly. And, 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 that's the, and that's the last thing, you know what I'm saying, I want happening. These are the things that keep me up at night is, like, you know, what about the people that, don't you know maybe they come in from out of town and they just like go nuts so um i appreciate you saying that because our community to protect our community um to protect this opportunity for our community to have a big event like this um to protect future industry and things like reciprocity where people can come in from other states with their cards we're all gonna kind of have to be looking out for each other Exactly. So if yeah, you do, everyone. if you do see Tom from Ohio stumbling backwards, um, and you also see him diving towards the bar, maybe you should tap him on the shoulder, <laughs> and he should get some water. Get some water, um, sit down, and and, yeah. and get dehydrated. and get hydrated. Yeah. But like I said, we'll have dance safe and Baltimore harm reduction will be all over the site with their kind of like safety team checking on people. Um, we have a great private security team. We'll also have two medical tents on site in case anyone isn't feeling well or gets overheated or something like that. Yeah, because I want I want to make sure that when people do come out, well, anytime they come out to DC doing an event, whether it's my event, the National Cannabis Festival, Just Plays Wednesdays, or um, Bloody Tuesday, or, or, or Scrogging After Dark, you know. Um, you guys have suggestions on like how we could. Communicate that to people coming in from the outside or outside the Beltway. God, that sounded so funny from the outside. Like, like I think, like uh, Professor X says, you know, like if we do like a PS, uh, PSA, put it on Facebook, give, give some names to talk about it. Would you guys be willing to help me put that together? That would be awesome. Yeah, we can, we, we can work that out. We can, yeah, that would be great. You know, you know and, now, and now, you know what I'm saying? That'll give us, you know what I'm saying? give us a little promo of the show be like hey yeah even the dc and also give us an opportunity to show off some people in the community so if anyone is listening they should go on to your facebook page for the show and comment that they would be interested in being part of something like that dm me on um dm me on instagram dabbed out dubs with a uh, z how, how i pronounced it <laughs> dabbed out dubs D-O-D, you heard me. You, you, or just type in, hey, they'll lead you straight to my um, Instagram. Hit me up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm too I'm, many Ys, man. <laughs> nah, so I only put like one. Only, but the see, thing is, how many E's is it? It's more E's than Y's, That's right? what I was about to say. It's more E's than So how many is it? You it, don't it, even it, know. It's about five. It's five, about? Five, five, five about, E's. Yeah, that's what I said, about five E's. It makes a difference, you know. It does. Ja, it, that's why I said, John, ja, like. 
<laughs> like, hey, you know, you got, got, got to get that pitch with it. We got to get, we got to get an urban dictionary. We got an urban dictionary so it can be official. Yeah, that's you, just, pen too. Before just, just a pen, just, just the verb. Hey, <laughs> it should look like a dictionary open, and it'll have you know the definition, objective, or whatever. You know, all that well, hey. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll right. put that in such a hey. hey, that's 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 the definition. Hey, um, <laughs> keeping it DC with seed of the chosen one, Professor X. Shout out to Lucky Lucky Piece too. <laughs> Lucky Puff. I mean Lucky Piece. I mean uh, Lucky, Lucky Puff. Puff. No, I was trying to say funk. You know what I was trying to say? I was funky trying to say piece. Funky Piece and, and Lucky, Lucky Puff. Puff at the same time, man. Shout out to Funky Piece. Shout out to Lucky Puff. Uh, they're the ones that made these beautiful um, pens. And if you um, purchase a pen, $10 goes to my um, podcast. So, um, and I'm going to have a uh, series. And that's what I was about to ask, too, um, Caroline, um, 2018, because I know 2017 is too late. If somebody's interested in uh, being a vendor for uh, the Cannabis Festival 2018, what procedures do they need to go through? Um, so I would definitely email our brand partners at nationalcannabisfestival.com email address. That's brand partners at nationalcannabisfestival.com. The way it worked this year is in mid-October to November, we sent out a special deal for local vendors. Um, so for folks who signed up by a certain date, they got like a really great deal on their booth. Um, so we'd like to we'd like the balance of the vendors at the festival to represent DC, Maryland, and Virginia. So we'd always like that to be the case. Yeah. And um, we also do want to bring in some folks from a little bit out of our region who have like brands that we haven't seen before or ideas that we haven't heard about. Like, but we'd like the majority of the festival to be the MV. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So I'm gonna probably you know what I'm saying wait around like September then so I can sign up and be a vendor. So I can that would my, be great. So I can sell my pens. And bring say less with me. Yes. Um, so that's that's how they that's the um and and then what's the deadline for them to um sign up um before twenty eighteen? Like do you have a certain time? So um the, there really is well there will be a local vendor deadline. I that's think this year I think it was December thirty first for like the special deal. Yeah. Um or it might have been a bit before that. I can't remember. Um, but after that, basically, we opened up tables just to local vendors for about a month, month and a half. Okay. Then we opened up tables to anybody that was interested after that. Um, and, um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that people that supported us in year one, whether that was just by attending or by being a vendor in year one, had an opportunity to get in on year two. Yeah. Um, so. I had to fall back. I wasn't ready for year two. But year three... I'll be ready. I'll be. I, I was just waiting for the pens. <laughs> I was waiting for the pens. But I'm, I'll be ready next year. Well, that would be very exciting. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of exciting new things this year, and it would be cool to have someone on site doing pens in 2018. Mm. No, nobody's doing pens this year. Oh man, I don't know. I guess. Well, I, I mean, Lucky Puff will be there. So that's, yeah, that's what did yeah. my pens. You know. Okay. That's what did my pens. But oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. 
Um, no, this year we're going to have like a photo booth. There's going to be a game zone where you can play like giant Jenga and like cornhole and board games. Um, Songbird Record Cafe is setting up a place where you can go and like sit down and listen to records. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, get hemp butter. Shout out to Kyla and Molly. They're going to have a big hemp butter spa on site. Um, Wash Hydro, of course, is going to have a growth school on site. That'll be amazing. They're also going to be our big concert sponsor this year, which is great. Uh, So we're really trying to keep our local people front and center and, you know, keep supporting the people that have supported us here. Hashtag support your own. Support your local business. Support your local artists. Shout out to Meister. They're going to be there as well. Of course. Shout out to Davis. And um, hashtag free Meister. Who's the uh, artist uh, that you uh, you got besides Backyard that's coming? Um, oh, man. Who else you uh, having coming what through? What a lineup this year. So it's an exciting lineup this year. We have um, DJ Ice Cold, who is going to be on stage spinning between bands all day this year. She's incredible. She was recently in the Washington Post as kind of like an artist to look out for. Yeah, she is. I like um, her. Shout out to her. And she just looks really cool. I'm like, I wish I looked that cool. She just, her hair, her whole Outfits. She always looks good. I mean, I might have to get her to um, DJ for one of my um. My, I might have to get her to uh, DJ for my birthday. Cause my birthday's right after. And she listens to interesting music. I know. Like she spins stuff that you're like, I have no idea what this is, but I really <coughs> like it. She's definitely yeah. yeah she's awesome. Um. Then we have Miss Risa Renee, of course. Hey. Yeah. Which is very exciting. And Pinky Killicorn and Visto. So Hippie Life Crew will be on the stage, which is great. Shout out to Visto. I'm 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 proud of what he's doing too for um the painter man. He's out here doing great things, man. He really touched that man's life. Yeah. Shout out to Visto. Shout out to Visto. Shout out to Um sorry. Trying to keep I'm trying to keep it clean. Um we are going to have another local group, Empresarios, or Tropicaliente band. I don't know if any of you have seen them perform before. No, I haven't. Pretty seen amazing, like really high energy, so that'll be fun. Thank you. Um, Kenyatta Hill of Culture. So if there are any like real reggae heads out there, you know Joseph Hill. This is his son, Kenyatta. And you know of Culture. Um, so That's he's going to be on the stage. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, we That's also have yeah. Backyard Band, of course. Then we got super lucky this year, and we have The Far Side coming. Hey. Which is pretty exciting. I... I feel like we have like a double headliner this year because I am such like an over the top fan of the far side. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, they from the West Coast too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we got the. Yeah, that was, that's what I was trying Yeah, that's my shit. That's my shit. Then at the very top of the oh, roster for this year, we have Talib Kweli backed up by a full band. Oh, my. It's really exciting, and he has been in D.C. doing some really good work recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's been gathering with people. He has been talking to people and trying to organize around important issues, political issues, social issues, and just trying to help people feel like they have a voice. Um, Shout out Talib Kweli, man. So, I, heard he's, he, I heard he's a good DJ, too. He already yes. On the, yeah. Yeah, I heard he's a good DJ. I want, I want, I want. Yeah, I, I definitely want to uh, meet him and talk with him on the show. See how his, yeah, see where he. I'm gonna keep it DC with him. You know what I'm saying? See how he feels about you know what I'm saying. Taking the dad with me. 
But no, that's going to be that's it's awesome. going to be a great concert. Like we're so happy that we've gotten this lineup and we've also gotten a lineup where every single artist or group coming on the stage can speak about cannabis issues and can really talk about why our movement is important and how it's touched people in their community. Right. Right. Um because I think that's also important. We've really gone out of our way to identify artists that have something to say on this and that will get on the stage and not just contribute their art, but also contribute their mind um, and encourage people. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're definitely looking at challenging times right now. And I know a lot of people are scared. And anybody that I, that I feel that can reach out to people is Visto right now. Cause what he's doing right now for that guy, man, like, that's so good. That's so exciting. And 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 he, he's and very he, talented. He's very talented. He he's very mindful. And 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 f- and for what he's been doing, he's been doing like since I met him day one. He's always been giving to the homeless. He's always trying to take care for the children. You know what I'm saying? That are suffering yeah. out here. And and actually slept out there. You know what I'm saying? In the cold. I was supposed to make it out there that night, but I got lost. That was hey hey. <laughs> I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? Well, we feel very fortunate that he, you know, agreed to perform for us. I know that he's very busy and so is Pinky and so is Risa and they have a lot of folks asking them to perform at events. So for them to come out for us this year meant a lot. Um, We've had such great support from our local artist community. Yeah, we we got a lot of good artists in D.C. that will die to perform, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. your, uh, Your event. You know, I'm hoping that in year three there'll be a bit more of a, grown-up festival we're only two years old right now not even two yet um but yeah maybe in year three there will be opportunity for a second stage um maybe in year three it would be an opportunity for a second day i don't really know yet Mm. uh so Mm. we're gonna kind of get get year two checked off the list um make sure that we do right by our community by the ticket purchasers by the people who have supported this event you know like wash hydro and dr bronner's and um, psycho and weed maps um, and make sure that they have a good experience so they want to continue supporting events in our community I think one thing is that people should understand is how much we all reflect each other right um, so I love seeing all of the creative things that people in our community are doing and I love even more hearing about those things going well um, because just like the festival Things like were very disorganized or things happened that weren't good. It would reflect on our whole community. You know, when you hear those silly things in the news, it reflects right back on all of us. Like, oh, no, a fight broke out. So, um, you know, I think that we can all do a lot for each other this year, not just at National Cannabis Festival, but through community events, through our community meetings. Everyone should, if you're looking for a way to get involved in the cannabis industry, maybe start by getting involved with one of the nonprofit groups like DC Normal. It's a great way to meet good people. It's a great way to learn about the issues. And, you know, it's a great way to kind of build your network so you can start your business endeavors. Yeah, when I started through DCMJ last year, you know, like that's what prepared me for the um for uh, August 2nd. That's right. how I met uh, Lisa Ruff. Shout out to Lisa Ruff from Leafly. Um <laughs> She dubbed she uh dubbed me uh the mayor of DC on the uh article. So, you know, I, I feel important when she said that, you know what I mean? But 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what a lot of people ask me. They was like, "How do I what, like what type of type of job opportunities could I get out there?" I'm like, "There is no job. Op- this is even Steven right now because no a nobody like you said with Initiative Seventy One, you can have cannabis. But there's no market. There's no market it's out there. Kind of like the Wild West. Nah, we just you know we nah we're not the Wild West. We the incredible beast coach. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes us develop like these cool. That's why we we're in we're, we're like the advice I can give people to Carolina is is like build your brand first. Start off with a brand. Well, and get like your business stuff taken care of first. Get your business license. Build your brand. Have something that you can sell and pay taxes on. Um, if you aspire to opening an edibles company, maybe start by selling cannabis leaf-shaped cookie cutters and be able to pay taxes and prove that you're a viable business. And that's what. And that was one of the make friends of- with a cultivator. Oh man! At a cultivation center. Oh man! Because that's going to be the way in when edibles are a thing. Because mm. I was about to say that's one of the uh, that's one of the different rules too for. Um, how like some vent because there was some vendors uh, from last year um, won't be able to come um, won't be able to make it this uh, this year right? Because no, no, I think we have almost everyone from last year back. We do. Yeah. But it was um, something. It was something um, different too um, about the um, as far as vending. They had to like prove. Um, oh, so yeah. these are good signs for us. The city is interested in what we're doing this year, and everyone's like, "Oh, what does that mean?" I'm like, "It means." But they want all vendors to fill out tax forms this year so that when you collect sales on the day of the festival, you have to pay sales tax. Everyone's right. like, oh, well, that sucks. But no, that's a good thing. Yeah. And here's why. Never before has the D.C. government had a way to measure what a full day in a legal cannabis market would look like. Now, we can't get all the way there, of course, because we can't register cannabis sales and edibles, but we're able to show what the auxiliary businesses that support the cannabis industry, um, the head shops, um, you know, the hydroponic shops, we're able to show like, you know, when you put us all in one space, this is how much money we can make you. So I know that that challenged some people who applied because they weren't um, perhaps in a place where they could fill out a tax form. But I hope they're not discouraged by that. I hope that motivates them to get their business papers lined up and to come back next year so they can be contributors to this number that's going to help us prove why we should have a tax and regulated market in this city. Yeah, that's why that's why I said that's it's the why only I, way to do it. That's why I said I fell back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can focus on year three. So yeah, I no, can, and that's a good thing. Um because I mean with these pens, you know, I know these pens are going they they selling like hotcakes like I can't stop looking at it sometimes because it's like people thought it's just gonna be big bulky and I'm like nah it's not and I knew exactly what size it was gonna be and um like I said because you know what I'm saying people like you giving me these opportunities to have a platform like keeping it DC like it's just I'm just grateful and I'm thankful you know what I'm saying that you that you that you have, you know what I'm saying, given people this opportunity because I just would have been, I just would have been like at home, would have been happy with my little card, you know what I'm saying, playing my PlayStation 4, you know, 
not going to I'd be like, well, I want to go to some corny, you know what I'm saying, festival, but it's not like that. And if people think that it's like that, it's totally not. It's a it's the experience that everyone should try. If you especially if you love this plant, like I do. You have at least have to try coming to, you know what I'm saying, experience this once in a lifetime, you know what I'm saying, opportunity. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's unique. Um, it's an event that can only happen in D.C. I don't think any other city could have, like, an activist event like this. It's also really fun, and I think it's going to be even more fun this year because we have so many different, like, activities on site and good people contributing. So... Are 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 all of I know um shout out to Metropolitan um wellness. That's that was my first um that was my first um dispensary. My second one now is national uh holistic I always have a holistic a healing. Yeah, I always They'll like, both be there. And then something else cool that's gonna be happening is um in the education pavilion we're gonna be having an introduction of a bunch of the Maryland dispensaries. So people can go in there and meet the Maryland dispensary owners and like sign up for their email list. So the second registration opens, they can get an email from the dispensary owner they met that says, hey, you know, it's time to sign up. Now that is different. That yeah. is different. That is tall. That's awesome. So that that so if so if you live in Maryland and you listen to this podcast, you know, even though we keep in the DC, if you live in Maryland or in Virginia, you know what I'm saying, you can get your information. And you can be able to, um, as the door, you know what I'm saying, opens silently. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, but definitely uh, that's awesome because I know uh, with acts, you know what I'm saying, representing Maryland, that gives um, people to like feel more comfortable coming in and be like, okay, I can, it doesn't have to be a DC event. I can come to and get some information. Definitely. Um, you know, I think it's important that we keep reaching out and drawing more people into this movement. Um, and it doesn't have to be the people that we socialize with every single week. It also needs to be new people. So hopefully we can make that happen. Now, the other thing that I, that I knew I almost forgot to ask you, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, I mean, I know Massachusetts is uh, legal. When are we going to reach out to uh, New England? for the uh, events, for them to come out and be able to reach out to people? So we do some outreach. Um, We do, the focus of our outreach is really between D.C. and New York City. So we do outreach in Baltimore and Philadelphia and New York. And then also down to kind of like Richmond. This year we have a bus full of people coming up from Atlanta, so that's really cool. Yeah, Um, they heard about it. there's also a very cool event that happens that weekend. It's like the New England Cannabis Conference. Yeah. takes place so um i feel like those folks up there definitely have something they enjoy doing um, maybe there will be a year where we're not on the same weekend and we can do some kind of a co-promotion so folks go back and forth and learn a little bit about all of the communities yeah. um collab yeah because <laughs> because i got because i went to school in vermont i went to landmark college oh, okay um same college bill cosby song went to and um my most of my roots, you know what I'm saying, are tied up up in New England. And I when I found out it was legalized up there, I was so I was so ecstatic. I even called my boy and the first thing he was like he was like he's like, Yeah, I see how y'all feel now, you know what I'm saying, down here and I'm like, Yeah, man and just 
Well, definitely invite folks to come down. I do, I do man. I know that they have a draw of their own up there, but they should I, come check it out. It's they, a little different. They love D.C. They 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 realize, you know what I'm saying, how Southern we are, man. They they they, they come to D.C. slowly, you know what I'm saying, but they 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 definitely coming. I'm going to keep pump, I'm definitely going to keep pumping and letting them know. Definitely yeah. let them know. It's it's awesome. This is Well, it's fun to have like a big outdoor gathering thing. So, it would be great if they came down. Yeah, they oh yeah, they'll love it. They'll love it. You know, they'll definitely love it down here. Cause they that's all they that's what all they mostly love to do is like just sit, you know what I'm saying, sit outside, eat some Ben and Jerry's ice cream and um smoke some good dang. Ben and Jerry's will be on site this year. Yes. I just thought of a good question. What's uh what's the status on bringing medical devices like uh pipes and whatnot? You're allowed to bring pipes under DC law. You're allowed to carry your power. Uh, your paraphernalia with, I think it's up to one ounce of cannabis. Um, so, that's allowed to happen. Prepare to be allowed to glass everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's really funny? Trying to train a security team to look past the cannabis and look for weapons and beverages and food. You might, you yeah, they're might, like, hold up, a dog, a new trick. <laughs> you yeah. might, hey, hey, you might mm-hmm. want to tell them about the pelican cases. Then, okay, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, pelican, <laughs> pelican cases can, yeah, can hold a lot of nice things. Yeah, well, thank you for that. No, it was, um, I remember last year, it was any of you remember the morning of the festival was not I was very there, pretty. the morning of the it's raining, and I was scared. I was scared too. I thought it was going to rain the whole time, but I, I was, was prepared for it. I'm like, and it, it kills my back. But when I saw the sun crack at like literally eleven fifty eight, the clouds cleared, and I came out of my like intense coma. Like I was so upset, I was not happy. Um, but what I learned from that is that weather happens, and it'll be fine. Uh, but I do remember standing under the security tent with that security team when we had to do several demonstrations with a bag of cannabis, no less, of like how to, like, it's like, so you just move it aside. Do you see a weapon? No. Do you see a bottle of, like, vodka? No. Do you see a hoagie? No. Okay, good. That person can go in. Can they bring edibles in? Edibles are food. Events DC holds the contract for food on site. We're going to, so Outside we, food and beverages. No. So that's why we're trying to remind, that's why I want to remind people so when they hear this joint, eat your edibles in the car. <laughs> there you go. Be smart. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the best advice I can give you. Don't, don't ruin this for everybody. No, like I said, it's going to be just like it was last year, so. Yeah. Um, right. And just be respectful. You know, if mm-hmm. you are approached by a member of law enforcement, I would imagine that they would try and defuse the situation before escalating it. So pay attention to what they say. Yes. Yes. And and, and, and just have a good yeah, time. I, there were zero issues with that last year. So let's keep that uh, good record going. People. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Let's Make it two in a row. TKO. Double. Double knockout. Keeping it DC <laughs> with C-dubs. Caroline Phillips. Professor X710. We Liddy in the city, man. Mike DJ Mike Phillips right here, engineering with us. One dude's in the building, you hear me? Working on the visuals. We're working on the visuals, man. And uh we're going and that's gonna come too in the future too. More visuals for everybody to see. I'm gonna put more visuals on YouTube. 
so people could see how great it is coming up in this nice area, you know what I'm saying, environment, you know what I'm saying, vibes. That's what that's what keeping the DC, you know what I'm saying? It's when you walk out of here, vibes. And we we running out, you know what I'm saying, the time. You know, but we we want to dwindle down just just a little bit though, so I can make sure I'm on time. Um, I'm gonna ask some fun questions. Um, have you been watching the um? Not um. <laughs> mad the uh, March Madness. Any of the March Women's March Madness. I have not been watching any of the March Madness. I've been pretty busy. Busy. I'm kind of intense. Me too. I haven't watched anything neighbor. In fact, <laughs> I haven't watched any movies. I've heard that new Drake album. Have you heard the um the new Drake album? Or not Drake album, it's playlist. I've not heard it in its entirety, but I read a really funny article about it tell the other day. Me, tell me about it. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. They were saying that I probably did not need to listen to the rest of the playlist. Because in calling it playlist, that was just his way of getting out of the fact that it would have been a shitty album. And then I heard someone else say that Rick Ross made a better Drake album than Drake. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. So once I come out of my festival cave, I'm gonna get caught up on all of this. But I, I try and keep I try and keep a little caught up. Well, 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 well. After, well, well. Since you're gonna come out of the cave, you know my birthday is May first. You know what I'm saying? Right oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good timing. Yeah, that's great timing. I'm, I'm pretty fun. Like that week after the festival, after that, I've slept, I'm like, I'll be ready. That's what I'm saying. Let's do it. We can yeah. dominate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's take over the city. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be definitely awesome. We just gotta figure out. You know what? Then we ain't gonna figure out where. We're just gonna take over the city. You, me, ask. So we're the super dad brothers, so we're gonna take over. Are you gonna live stream the whole thing? Fuck. Well, no. Not the whole thing. Not the I whole thing. I have a jar of piss. No. Ruin everyone's life. He, yeah, he has his unicorn piss. <gasps> what would be really fun is if we did like uh, like check ins every like two hours, so we we're just getting increasingly more fun as people tuned in. I'm with it. I'm with it. Tune in. Tune in. And I'm turning 33. Tune in. It's a good number. That is a good number, thirty three angles. You know what I'm saying? What else? Um, yeah, that um, indicas or sativas? Yeah, uh, indica. What's your, what's your top five indicas? Oh, team indica. Top five. I can't name. I, mean, five. I, I can't name five. I can, if you want my keychain, I can show you the keychain. So I think that one thing about me that's sad about my cannabis use is that if I even tried to pretend to be a connoisseur, I'd be lying. I just really like cannabis. And I really like good cannabis. And that's kind of where I tend to leave it. People are like, so what's your favorite? I'm like, nah. Like, was it good? All right. That's the kind I like. What's your favorite kind of weed? Strong. Strong. No, I do. And like I have a I have a very fast moving brain sometimes. It feels like things just go quickly. So the cannabis definitely helps. That's good. Racing thoughts. It helps things uh calm down at night. So I we go to sleep. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. Get that Forrest Whitaker eye, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Yeah, actually, I do. Oh, okay. Star, um, Death Star. That's an Indica. 
I don't know that I've had death sale. So awesome. All right. I believe so awesome. you. So, so awesome. I love stuff. That's one of my favorites. It's really like weed. I love um Purple Kush. I'm a throwback. I'm an 80s baby. I love uh, Purple Kush. I mean, okay, Purple Kush. I mean, everyone loves like a good Blue Dream. Like that's like a good standard. Oh my god, man! I'm, I hate Blue Dream. I've been, you hate it? I smoke so much of it that I right. can't like, like, like. You ever smoke so much that you just like, like, like Bubble Kush? Like, if, if I smoke Bubble Kush, you know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm be like, do not give me that. Like, no, no, no. But I you're still gonna take picky. it. I'm a, no, I'm a thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I no. Oh, what is this? Blue dream. Oh, Never no, too proud. You. No, thank um, you. I don't discriminate. Weed is weed. Um, I love weed. Yeah. White, I like white rhino. That's I like always space been queen. Right. I'll always, I like, space queen has always been a nice, stinky favorite of mine. I like uh It's like pineapple queen. and like gasoline in a good way. I love it. Gasolina. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of any other names like really to stand out. I'm like, no, I just really like weed. Um. Yeah. Final question. I'm ready. Edibles, dabs, weed. Out of, you have to choose. You know what I'm saying? Out of out of the three. Weed, blunts, bongs. So I do. Yeah, I like weed. I like smoking a good blunt, and I really enjoy a good bong rip. OG. OG. Yeah. Keeping it OG. Yeah. Keeping it DC out here. Thank y'all so much, man. We out, out. <laughs>